Hey guys, welcome back to What Women Binge. I'm Melissa Joan Hart. And I'm Amanda Lee. And we're friends. And we're here <laughs> to talk about what women binge. And this is our second episode. Second episode. We already did one. We're back. But, but we're back. This is our first guest. So we're bringing in a special guest. We'll tell you all about her in a minute. Here we go. Can't believe we get to do this again. You're our first guest on What Women Binge. Mommy's going to kiss someone, okay. so she was ready for it. Can you give the fans at home a little, like, dish on something that might have happened at Vampire Diaries? Little lady, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited. I know, me too. I can't believe we get to do this again. We get to do this and we get to talk to people and friends and, um, and, and fun people about all kinds of things, but mainly about what they binge, I know. What, what have they you been absorb, binging? what they take in. I am trying to get to the new season of The Great. I I want to watch it so bad. Oh my gosh, it's honestly, I think it's my favorite show I've ever watched I in my whole life. get served the ad multiple times a day. Really? I don't, which and is, I didn't even know it was out. I want to, and I watched it. The first one, I watched it. I actually went into our media room and watched it on a big screen. I've never done that before. It's beautiful. I love it. It's hilarious. It's beautiful. It's a little I, bit historical, just like a little bit. I mean, influenced. But it's, yeah. It, what does it say at the bottom? It says the great, uh, mostly true story or something, or <laughs> sometimes, sometimes true story, something like that. I am dying to get to the second season, but I'm waiting. I'm like waiting for that perfect opportunity to sit down and just take it all in. I need more minutes. Logan makes me watch these shows that stress me out. Oh. At night. Yeah, that's not good at He's night. so into succession right now. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a tense, that's intense. I know Mark likes oh. uh, like, uh, what is it, Blue Bloods or um, The suit, Suits or Blacklist, all these like heavy duty. No. I can't do it. What about, okay, so so when you're tired, mm -hmm. like a go-to classic, like what is the like, let's just turn that on because we can't even think about something new. We can't try mm -hmm. to get into something that we're, that we've like, we're going to fall asleep during. Like Mark always falls asleep at 930. I'll stay up till one in the morning. He falls asleep. He has to have the TV on to fall asleep. I cannot fall asleep with the TV on. So he so falls asleep first. Yes. And then I can put on whatever I want, but I have to, I know myself well enough to know I have to turn the TV off in order to go to sleep. Yes. I do. Well, that's not true. I can fall asleep with the TV on if it's not engaging. I see. I have, that's how you know I am really tired if I go to sleep with the TV on. So my tired go-to is like background show can put it on any time of day is the great British baking show. Oh, okay. Wait, but, but what about Logan? Is he watching that with you? Oh, he loves it. Oh, okay. 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 I've gotten him into it. There's so much, like, it, and it's not conflict of the stressful variety. It's conflict of, like, oh, is that souffle going to rise? <laughs> oh, is it going to get your tart going to so get you fall soggy asleep on the bottom? During the tart rising, you're okay. It's fine. You're not missing out on anything. You can always go back and rewatch it. There's no, like, big details happening that you're going to, you know, some big plot point no. you're going to miss before the next episode. No, the most exciting thing that happens is Paul Hollywood shakes somebody's hand. That's like, I can't, you know, Mark and I are trying to get through Yellowstone takes forever because... He's fallen asleep halfway through the episode, and then he has to go rewatch it. And I've already seen it three times now, and we never quite, you know, and never get to the next episode. So that was your problem with Ted Lasso, too, right? It was. He kept falling asleep in this last season, and I literally watched some episodes three or four times before I moved to the next episode. Oh, it was a little sad. frustrating, but also it was a good show to do that. It was. I fine. love Ted Lasso. Our go-to, so it changes up. We'll go through seasons of things. So it's always on a circulation of Friends, Seinfeld, mm -hmm. How I Met Your Mother, and Last Man Standing. Oh, I love all of the. Well. I don't like Last Fan Standing. Oh, really? Only because 
it stresses me out. <laughs> There's so much stress. There's so much yeah, conflict. There is but a lot of conflict. I think that's what I like about it. And um, and actually, our son Mason watches it, which is one of the fun things. Like, Mason's really into The Office. I never got that. In, like, I can watch The Office, but I don't need to see every episode. Right. Friends, it was the first time I've ever watched TV all the way through was uh, was Friends. And uh, and I know, if you, if you find an episode I don't know, I'm shocked. But Seinfeld... I kind of just, whatever happens to be on, happens mm-hmm. to be on. Like, Mark will turn it on, and it just, we don't go in any sort of order. But it doesn't really feel like there is an order anyway. No. Except for the season when, like, uh, Jerry and Elaine dated. That's, like, the only kind of story point that maybe brought things together. Whereas Friends, you got to know where they are. You got to know right. if Ross and Rachel are together. You got to know if Rachel, if Ross is married to Emily. You got to know if, you know, Joey's into Rachel now. Or, you know, you got to kind of know where you are a little bit. But, um... Those are my and and how I met your mother. I, I love it. Love that one. We loved it. I was so disappointed by the ending. It, those always happen, right? Game of Thrones. Roseanne wasn't Roseanne, if I remember correctly. And maybe we need to do an episode about this. But if I remember correctly, Roseanne is very much the the end of it was like all a joke. Like she's like, just kidding. That's not really what happened. If I remember correctly, I don't think I remember the ending. I think are we something about like, the original. Yeah, the original Roseanne, not the Connors, but the Roseanne. And maybe we need to do a whole binge of like Roseanne Connors maybe and so. compare and contrast. But um, at the end of Roseanne, if I remember correctly, she says something like, "Dan, I think that was her husband. That's mm-hmm. John Goodwin. Um, he he died, and this one actually married that one, and that one actually oh. went off to do this, or like it. They, she I basically like back. narrates the whole thing as like a just kidding. It was really this. Like twists the whole kind of like how I met your mother did too. I mean, by the way, total um. Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> total spoiler! If you've never seen Roseanne, Game of Thrones, or no, wait, yeah, Game of Thrones. I think everyone was disappointed with Game of Thrones ending because I never watched it, so I didn't know how I was going to sit down and watch seventy hours of television. And then I happened to be working in LA by myself for twenty weeks, and I binged it like crazy. It's so good. I'm sure it is, and it I've is heard so good, amazing things about it's it. It's its own language. I have to be so. You have I, to you have to not have small children. You a you can't have small children, but I have to watch those kind of things during the day, which there are no hours oh. because they stick with me. I get like terrible bad dreams if I watch things that are too intense. Yeah, or too some of them are really violent, really sexual. It, it kind yeah. of tapers off. The first season is brutal, and then it sort of tapers off. But there are some. Oh, the great thing about it is I love shows when there's nobody safe. Nobody's safe. Right. You think it's this person's show? They get killed. That's succession, <laughs> and that's why it stresses me yeah, out so yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on top of that you realize just how human these characters are in that show everyone is kind of a garbage person yeah like you hate something about all but there has to be something redeemable and there is like mark won't watch my husband won't watch any show that doesn't have a redeeming like house of cards he was all into until he shoved the girl on the train tracks spoiler alert but um (laughs) i should have said that before instead of after but that literally Ended it for him. He's like, I can't watch this anymore because he's unredeemable now to me. Like, there is no yeah. fixing what he just did. He is a terrible person. And I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I hate any of the characters, but they all just, it's it's like watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, but on a serious level over and over again. So these people, I'm like, oh, I like you, but then I know you're going to do something horrible in a minute and I can't stomach it. <laughs> Just eats at me. It's too much. It's too much. I, we were doing like um, uh, Law and Order SV, SVU, SUV, mm-hmm. SVU, SVU. I was on it. I should know. <gasps> you um, were on it. I was on an episode. Stop. Did what you was die? It called. I didn't die. Oh, I, I would love a, to I die. I was accused in one of, those of rape. Episodes. Oh, yes. You were. Accused. I was accused of rape. 
Oh, yeah, you gotta watch it. Season nine, I think it is. There's like 20 million seasons now, so hard to find mine, but you'll find it. I will find it. I can't remember what it was called. I was on the Equalizer when I was a little girl. Um, I was thinking we probably need to do some like uh, this this show and that show, like Equalizer back then and Equalizer with Queen Latifah now. And but I was on Equalizer when it was Edward Woodward, the British actor, Mm -hmm. and I was in an episode called Torn. Okay. But, um, and that reminds me a little bit of like Law and Order before Law and Order. I loved Law and Order. But I haven't watched the new Equalizer. I need to do that. That needs to be a homework somewhere along the way. Okay. Line. But meanwhile, let's bring in our guest. Oh. Let's talk about our first ever What Women Binge guest is our friend, Definitely. fellow Nashvillean villain, um, Candace King. Yay. So, our guest today. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say her name first. Oh, I think it's okay. Well, I just did. <laughs> Our guest today was born in Texas, but raised in Edgewood, Florida, by an environmental engineer mom and a cardiothoracic did I say that right? surgeon thoracic, that's dad. Right. In 2006, she started out writing and singing her very first album called It's Always the Innocent Ones, which included a cover song of the, vo- the song Voices Carry. I love that song. Do you remember that one? I don't know that one. Oh, it's a good one. You have to hear it. And she does a beautiful rendition of I'm it. I'm sure she does. In 2006, she appeared in the movie Juno. She toured as a backup singer for Miley Cyrus in 2008. She, she, I mean, she just like she got does it started all. right away, right? She just like launched right into it. She appeared in shows like How I Met Your Mother, are one of our favorites, mm-hmm. uh, Drop Dead Diva, and Supernatural, as well as Hannah Montana movie. By 2009, she was starring in the hit series Vampire Diaries as Caroline Forbes. Most recently, she was starring as the daughter of Reba McIntyre in a Lifetime Christmas movie that I produced for <laughs> Lifetime called Christmas in Tune, which premiered to huge ratings. And she also has her very own huge podcast Directionally called Directionally Challenged. Challenged. We are thrilled to have our friend Candace King here today. Is it too late to say Happy New Year to people still? This is the debate. No, not at all. It's not too late? We are still fresh. Okay, that's what I think. But I was told that maybe it's too late to say Happy New Year. But I still have my New Year's resolutions are going strong. Mine so, are too. I'm sticking to them. I mean, I want to be healthy. I want to drink more water. I want to eat better. I want to exercise more, right? Don't we all? Of course. And I really want to take good care of my skin. So we have discovered Apostrophe. And Apostrophe is this awesome prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. So whether it's acne or aging skin, which I, I kind of have all of it. I know, same here. I'm like, all what, of the above. what happened? This is all still going on. You can treat all types of acne. I love this. From hormonal acne to facial acne and even chestnut, backne. And buttony. Did you know that there was a buttony? I did not know that I there was a buttony, but I'm I'm here for treatment for I it. I mean, they treat breakouts from head to toe and all the cracks in between. That's great. Right? I have loved the apostrophe experience personally. Me too. It was really easy. So easy. Did you do the online? Yeah. Quiz? So you go online and you get a personalized quiz and then you take a picture of your face and send it to your dermatologist and then they send you the correct treatment. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so great. And fun user hint. Go ahead and take your selfies before you get on because it goes so fast. You can have this whole thing done in like five minutes. It's so fast. And then you can get your treatment sent to you. And here's the best thing. We have a special deal for our audience. You can save $15 off your first visit with apostrophe with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash WWB when you use our code WWB, like what women binge. This code is only available to our listeners. And to get started, you just go to apostrophe.com slash WWB, begin visit, Use the code WWB at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Amazing. That's apostrophe, A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash WWB. Use that code WWB to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring What Women Binge. 
Are you looking to make a change and eat healthier? I know I am. Yes, obviously. Splendid Spoon takes all the work out of what you're eating next. With over 50 meal options, you can choose from smoothies, grain and noodle bowls, soups, wellness shots, and more. I feel like this is so important in our world right now. We're all trying to stay healthy and boost our immune systems. So this is a great option for all of us and our families. Absolutely. And Splendid Spoon believes in plant-based eating as a single most effective tool you have for your best day in and best day out. When you make a habit out of plant-based eating, it allows you to be the best version of yourself with side benefits like more energy, weight loss, improved sleep, better skin, all the things I want. Those are definitely things that I want. And have you tried the vegan meatballs and marinara? Oh, no, but I definitely want oh it. My the gosh. chocolate cherry smoothie is my go-to. I love chocolate. I love cherry. Smooth it all together. I love it. It's so good. All of it's so good. So you can get started and save $35 on your first order of delicious plant-based meals at SplendidSpoon.com slash B-I-N-G-E 35. That's SplendidSpoon.com slash Binge 35 to save $35 on your first order. That makes it only $6.66 per meal, Amanda. Yay. Thank you, Splendid Spoon, for sponsoring What Women Binge. Hi, Candace. <laughs> Welcome to, you're our first guest on What Women Binge. We are so excited to have you here. <laughs> I am so honored to be here. You guys don't even know. I mean, you guys are basically my first friends in Nashville. So this is, this is such a gift to be your first guest. You're our truly. first guest. We're your first friends. It's awesome. Well, <laughs> welcome to Nashville. But before we get started, do you want a pair of comfy socks? Because uh, we have some comfy socks here for all of our guests. So. Yes, because um, a, a terrible, disgusting habit of mine is I am a child who doesn't wear socks. And I, you know, but I blame Florida. And I say this oh, because yeah. I grew up in Florida. Where you, you know, never the, have to wear shoes. You never wear Barefoot shoes. Child. You wear flip flops. You know, See, in New York, we don't have that. Yeah. We no. don't have that. I know. It was You're going weird. with the rainbow ones. I'm going like to go with it. the rainbow in honor of my uh, five-year-old. Aww. Uh, yeah. When I lived in Denver for a while that was the first time I realized people take their shoes off when they go into someone's house I was just like why this is such a weird like oh now I gotta do my toes now I have to do my toes <laughs> yeah well I'm I'm taking the these remind me of Keith Haring these socks so yes. going with that's a little Clarissa vibe for me but yes. anyway I'm so excited you're here I'm so excited you're in Nashville Amanda is a a long time Nashvillian. What's the, what do we what's, what do we say? What Nash, are the words? Nashvillian. Nashvillian. Right? Nashvillian. That sounds wrong. Is that right? <laughs> Nashvillian. Nash, I think it is we're a Nashvillian, isn't it? We're gonna we're gonna have to figure that out. Is that why there's the Batman build, building? I don't with know. The oh, there you go. Dun, the villains. Dun, dun. Sh- there should be a team like the yes, Predators, but yes. the villains. I like it. The new basketball. You team just team. you just might have named our new uh, I team. I really thought it was Nashville. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I, I moved here from Connecticut and Connecticut. They don't know what they are. You can't say like Connecticutian. It's a nutmegger. So it makes nutmegger. Real- yeah. Your faces, by the way, that was for anyone watching on YouTube. That was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Explain. That was you guys both were like, what? No, apparently like nutmeg was a big product out of Connecticut. And so it's like everybody in Connecticut's considered a nutmegger. I, I don't know. That's what I heard. And that's what I said for 12 years, so I hope it was right. (laughs) (laughs) The more you know. To all my nutmeggers out there, what's up? (laughs) Um, But, well, so we we just um, had this fun. So the reason why I know Candace is uh, we produced this movie, Christmas in Tune, which starred Reba McIntyre and John Schneider and you. Yay! And so we got to know each other on the set, and that's when you decided you were moving to Nashville. 
Yeah, it, it was like right before um, it was like, OK, during the pandemic, just wanting something different, wanting more space because you were living in evaluating. Yeah, we were LA. in L.A. and uh, we have a bunch of kids. And so <laughs> and uh, we were like, where one day we'll go out into the country and live this life. And it kind of made us realize why would it be one day when it can be right now? And right. so. Um, literally started looking for a house and, uh, had heard, you know, rumblings about this job that was also yeah. filming in Nashville. So that's when I was like, okay, if this all, if we, if there's a house and a job, yeah, it, it's, it's meant to be. And, uh, there we it go. It was your little sign yeah. from the universe that you were meant to be here. Yes, it was. Well, I am glad you're here. Me too. Thanks. Guys. We've been having some fun walks and, uh, you know, some ugly sweater parties around the holidays. Yeah. And oh yeah. So... <laughs> It's been fun. But wait, tell us a little bit about, I mean, I know that Christmas is over, but um, tell us a little bit about Christmas in Tune. Christmas in Tune is a multi-dimensional love story. Oh. Yes. I love this. Um, country superstars, uh, the Winters. Oh, man. I love that name, I know. Too, the, the that's their the last name, and I know their first name. It's going to come to me once I drink more coffee. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Mom. Her name was Mom and Dad. Yes, yeah, Mom that, and that's Dad. That's why. Mom and Dad so Winter. In character, I couldn't remember their uh, character names. But yes, it stars <laughs> Reba McIntyre, John uh, Schneider, and uh, so they are country superstars who uh, stopped performing together after a big fallout, but they're still married, and they had a daughter named Belle, which is the character that I played. Because you're like a little Christmas Belle. And they're Christmas Belle, and uh, with my new PR company, I have a job to put on this big Christmas show for the Army, and the only way I can get my job done is if I get them both back together on a stage one night only. One night only. Save save Christmas for the troops. for the troops. And you fall in love with the troop. And I fall in love with the troop. Well, not a whole troop, but a, a, a member <laughs> one of, of the, the troop. troops. It's not one of those movies. It's a, it's a family <laughs> movie, guys. I want to do with my child. Um, it's actually the Christmas first thing in. I was actually able to watch with my child. Oh. Nothing I've been in has ever been appropriate oh, for that's me to special. watch. Because your girls are your girls are how old? Um, uh, my stepdaughters are nineteen and sixteen now, and then I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old. One-year-old. And but even with um, our teenagers. It's, uh, you know, usually I, when I worked on a show called The Vampire Diaries, there was a lot of very uh, sexy scenes. Mm-hmm. And that's very awkward to watch with mm. your uh, with your old stepmom, her yeah. knocking well, it up. I can tell you that my, <laughs> yes, for sure. My, uh, my kids get a little confused. Last year, uh, sorry, two years ago, so 2020, I did a movie with Jason uh, Priestley called Dear Christmas. And... Um, and Tucker was at the time, my littlest one was seven at the time, I think. And he was laying on the floor with me and his father watching the movie. And they were only watching it because my sister-in-law, Sally, worked on it, who you worked with on yeah. Vampire Diary. She did wardrobe. So she did the wardrobe on a bunch of my Christmas movies. And my nephew was the boom operator. He was holding the boom. And so we were all together for Thanksgiving and it aired and we watched it together. And Tucker was like looking at my husband like, are you okay with this? He, she's going to kiss him. Are you okay with this? <laughs> and I think it was a few years before that. He was really mad. The beginning of a movie I did called The Very Nutty Christmas, a guy breaks up with me and I fall in love with a nutcracker. So weird. As but, it happened. Yes, yeah, one as does. It, you know, only at Christmas time. Yeah. But, um, but he, Tucker was really mad because the character, my boyfriend at the beginning, the kind of inciting incident in the movie was that he breaks up with me. And that's why I am free to fall in love with the nutcracker. But Tucker was very upset that the, boy broke up with me in the movie. So did they say anything to you about, like, was there any weirdness about 
Not from the older ones. And then from for our five-year-old watching it for the first time, she just thought it was so cool that she actually got to watch something. She came to set one day and so kind of got to see it. But um, the only – what's funny is – and I haven't texted this to Emily yet, but it just cracks me up. She kept being like, Mom, what is that piece of tape you're standing on? And I was like, what? <laughs> Which is like a mark. It's like when you're working you're standing on, something, on something. You stand on tape to like hit your mark. And I was and she, I was like, you. Oh, she just had notes. She had a lot of notes. Oh, that's funny. A lot of notes about me hitting my mark. She thought she could see my microphone. She's like, do you have a microphone – Right oh. in your shirt, and I was like, "How? Who are wow. you?" So, um, I don't know. Maybe she'll work as like a oh, she's gonna be on set. Yeah, yeah. Like, who knows? We'll see. One producer day. slash director <laughs> slash cinematographer. I love it. A detail person. Yes, yeah, like but that. she she was into it. She she was really funny, and of course, yes. When there there's like a kissing scene that I kiss a uh, an army. Do they do like a ooh, or do they do a ew? She kind of just laughed. She just thought it was funny. She was prepared for it. I said, (laughs) Mommy's going to kiss someone, so she was ready for it, and uh, she knows it's just part of the... Part of the job. But she was very upset with me because um, she wants to be a YouTube star. Oh, they don't they all? Don't they, they do. all? I mean, and so she, but she's like, Mommy, this isn't fair. Like, I've seen Daddy on TV and I've seen you on TV. And um, I want to be on TV and why can't oh, I? Oh, yeah. See, that's I, people are always asking if my kids are going to get in the industry. But the only reason they ever say they want to do it is for the wrong reasons, to be rich or to be famous. And they're not like, it's like when I was growing up, it was like, doing commercials because it was fun to be like yeah I love this cereal or I love this soap product or you know <laughs> right. and just be hammy and entertain and then you know I, I don't think I ever really thought of it that way but my kids are like well I'm gonna do it I'm not gonna go to college I'm not gonna because you don't you don't you didn't dad didn't I'll do music or I'll do something I don't know I'm gonna start an airline I'm like oh it's that easy go yeah. for it yeah <laughs> it's great I know it's just because well, it's so accessible now like they it's just it doesn't it's not just trying to be like someone on a TV commercial or yeah. in a show it's you can create if your you have own a phone show if you have a phone you've got a phone yeah I mean and you've got a phone you've yeah. got a show yes just and go in your bedroom. Whatever you want. You have a podcast. You have whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, yeah. you have a wonderful <laughs> podcast that's hugely successful. Thanks. And you get to be our first guest. And and we're getting all of your like expertise here in our very first episode. So um, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. I have a podcast with Kayla Yule. Uh, we work together on the Vampire Diaries. We've been friends for over a decade at this point. And so about five years ago, um, I'd moved to LA from Atlanta and- you know, Vampire Diaries had been over for a minute, and we were, uh, as as sometimes you find yourselves, like, maybe drinking a little too much wine and find yourselves, you know, <laughs> gossiping about life oh, in the we, bathroom. We don't know anything you know, about that. It was, it was a friend's bridal shower that I was throwing, so it wasn't just, like, a random, <laughs> like, Tuesday afternoon. Um, but... You know, we were just expressing how frustrated we were feeling with, you know, finding our place in the world and and how we can, you know, enjoy the industries that we are in and represent ourselves, but not finding it organic to do that on on Instagram. Mm. And um, and so, we, I, you know, I was like, look, I really want to do a podcast. Like, what do you think? She's like, that would be fun. I want to do a podcast. By the way, if you were doing this five years ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was. You're so <laughs> ahead of now everybody, including us, has a podcast. <laughs> but I think but- everyone should. Like, I think that it's it's such an, a beautiful way to build community. I think that yeah. there's a podcast topic on every single subject. So it doesn't matter if you're, you know, into knitting. There's a podcast for that. If you want to hear about, um, you know, uh, uh, for 
any uh, so many people love murders. Uh, there's oh, tons so of many do right. So many murders. Um, but there's also <laughs> just, <laughs> and that brings us back to lifetime. So yeah. you're now now you've like you're a lifetime girl. Yeah. But um, but we don't do murders on ours. You don't um, do murders. Our, it's called directionally challenged yes. because when we uh, started the concept, we were both basically in that bathroom saying we felt really lost in where we were at life. You know, we were having babies, we were young, we we're married, and we felt like we were supposed to have everything in together once we were in our 30s. And we were like, why do we feel like there's still something missing and mm. something that we don't know? So every week we have on a guest who's an expert in their field, um, or who we and, just, and, and just it, it covers the us. gamut of like all different fields. Everything, yeah. We've um, we've talked to we had Elaj Balde not too long ago. He's an incredible um, figure skater, just about like his history in figure skating. We've talked to a Holocaust survivor, um, wow. Dr. Edith Eager, and then we also you so know you get just deep. reviewed sometimes, and then sometimes we review like Christmas and Tune. Yeah, or yeah. that's great. Or we you know had Gail uh, Simmons on from um, from Top Chef, and so oh, we cool. talk about all kinds of things, and then friends from Vampire Diaries come on, and so it's uh, it, it really is uh, just kind of across the board. We get learn something new every so week. So before we let you fan out about all the things that you fan out about, just for the fans out there that are big, because Vampire Diaries was huge. Big so time. this one over here is into werewolves, but not so much the vampires. Right <laughs> not now. as much vampires. She's very into. I might werewolves. get there. It just, we'll see where it leads. But yeah, she likes Harry. We've decided she likes Harry <laughs> people. But um, do you what? Tell us a little. Like, can you give? the fans at home a little like dish on something that might have happened at Vampire Diaries that they might want to I mean dig their teeth into for the I guess we I, I think the question I get asked most because technically the I mean not even technically the 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 legacy of the show is still on there's still new yeah. episodes um even though it's not Vampire Diaries anymore it is legacies um it's the third installment of the show and so I get asked a lot if I'm going to be on it and Julie Pleck and I talk about this all the time and we really want to make it work Potentially there was something in the works during oh. the pandemic, but then I was pregnant and there was a global pandemic. Oh. So we're not, you know, so it's always... Those um, things happen. Those things, you know, sometimes you find yourself <laughs> super pregnant during a global pandemic. Yeah, or the plague right? comes about, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, just, but yeah, with the show filmed for eight years and I was really grateful to be able to work on the originals for their last season and, yeah. and uh, but Legacies is still going strong and, and that's uh, just... And are they shooting in Atlanta? Do you know? They film Legacies yeah. in Atlanta still, yeah. Very cool. I've always wanted to, I, I did one movie in Atlanta. I love filming there. You I must have had, it. did you ever go to Mary Max Tea Room? Um, what's funny is I never did in all oh my years. My I went everywhere gosh. else. I threw my Mary husband's Max 40th birthday there just because I love oh, it so much. It's so delicious. So good. They have a a, um, a great uh, cook cookbook and like sauces you can buy too that I'm like, yeah. After year one, I had to like check myself um <laughs> oh, yeah. i lived in uh, downtown decatur when i moved there and i lived down the street from one of the best beer bars in the southeast oh. and also next to like a great cocktail pub that uh serves bacon in a glass with a side of peanut butter what <laughs> How do I get some of that? Welcome so, to the South. Um, Wait, here's the thing. I moved to Nashville <laughs> a year ago, and <laughs> you're lucky because you've already had an entry. I mean, my husband's from Alabama, so I've been to the South, but usually it's just for like holidays or a quick vacation, and um, and it's okay to have some queso or, you know, because like white queso dip does not really exist outside of the South for mm -hmm. some weird reason. Really? No, yeah. you don't go to New York or LA and get white. LA, come on. No, tons of Mexican no food. Queso. No white queso. No. That is not a thing that exists outside of Alabama, Tennessee. I don't know if maybe Mississippi has it. This is shocking no. to me. My I friends know. started a queso truck in L.A., a queso <gasps> food truck 
And it like because there was no queso. They had a queso fountain that's at their brilliant. wedding. There, she's from oh, the south. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she like loves queso. But they had it. They and people it's, were it like, "What like is this?" Tex Mex like, or something. California right? Didn't get no queso. No, I never. And in New York, I would used to go to Caliente Cab Company for my chips and salsa. No queso. Yeah. So yeah, that and like since I've been here, biscuits oh, and yeah. fried chicken. I mean, yeah. I can't. Like, I'm just like I've lost all control. I've lost all discipline. Yeah. No. So those yeah. yeah, my food binges these days. What are what are what are what are your what are your binges right now, Candace? Oh, we gotta gosh. get to the crux of it all. Um my binges have been uh really th- what's gotten me through most of the pandemic, um, especially being pregnant, <laughs> uh so it couldn't be wine, uh was uh <laughs> the, was basically the Real Housewives franchise. I'm late to the game. Um, so I just kind of started binging and I didn't even binge it from the top. What was your catalyst and what was your like entry point into these housewives? Because I have not yet ventured there. I think Amanda did a little bit. I, um, I took a dive into the housewives. <laughs> Which one? A quick dip. I went for, Salt Lake. I went Salt Lake on your recommendation. I'm so confused by Mary. <laughs> I have a lot of I'm questions. I'm sure Candace can explain it. Oh, wait, I think everyone us, has a lot of questions. So I don't know anything about the housewives except that like Andy um, Bravo like loves them, right? So Andy Cohen. Well, he he was part of the producing. He was it from the very beginning. From, oh, from the beginning. Yeah, oh, okay. On, it quite, fell on his uh, desk to basically develop it. I just know so. he's obsessed with it, and like, and I have not. So I know a few of them. And I have weird connections to Wait, them, like ones? well, like Kyle Richards. Okay, so I don't know if you yeah, know. Are you friends with Kyle Richards? Well, no, no, actually. I want to go to one of her parties. What's so weird is, do you know where her career started? Yeah, she was, no. a, she, she was a child actor. She was a child actor. She was like eight years old in the original Watcher in the Woods, and then I wanted to remake that movie, oh. and I was going to play the big sister Jan in the movie, but it took us seventeen years to get the rights from Disney, and we finally got it. And I was too old, and so I directed it like five years ago, and so I wanted Kyle to play the mom. It didn't work out. And so we had this weird connection of like having this watcher being in like the same kind of family of Watcher in the Woods. And then Garcelle Bouvet is a friend of mine. Um, although I, I haven't seen her much since she's been a housewife. Garcelle. <laughs> she's awesome. Oh, we have to have her on. And then bitch. you have to come is in. She, oh my gosh. She's on I'll bring Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. How many are there, by the way? Can you fill us in um, on that? I don't. And I've done this. We've done this because we, we would play like, anyway, uh, one of my girlfriends is like a true, true fan. And so she knows the answer. I feel it's in the teens. It depends oh, on my what goodness. you want to count. Well, what do we know? We know there's Atlanta. There's well, Beverly Hills. it depends on what installments you count oh. as like being on air and off air. So, but oh. right now, like the ones that I watch what what my gateway one was Beverly Hills because okay. I watched uh Vanderpump Rules from the beginning and is that tied to it somehow because Lisa Vanderpump is on was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and she, she was had, an OG oh, housewife right I didn't know that no if she was OG I can't remember because I didn't watch it from the beginning she might have been but she then had a spinoff based off of her restaurant uh, and those that worked at the restaurant and that became Vanderpump Rules. So I watched that forever. And Mm -hmm. then I finally started watching Beverly Hills. And then my friend was like, no, 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 no. You got to watch Potomac. Potomac's where it's at. So I started watching Potomac and then I started watching a little, um, Orange County. And then everyone was like, and then there's a, there's a real housewives of Potomac. Yeah. Wait, that's what it's called. I have never even heard of that. I didn't know that. That's insane. Wow. 
And each one has like what, like twelve episodes, twenty episodes, or like the Beverly Hills are still going, right? Are they still? They're in. I think Orange County is the longest with oh, seventeen seasons. Maybe? Okay, seventeen seasons of the I, same people. So I'm reading the a book um, by Dave Quinn uh, that's basically like the oral history of the Real Housewives. Oh and wow! So well, I'm there's a lot. A lot. To get there. There's I'm learning a lot. I mean, basically, the Housewives have existed as long as I've almost been married. Like that's yeah. yeah. I that and I'm always like. That I can't believe how long I've been married, let alone because like I feel like in some way I just met him and I'm not sure it's going to work. But, um, but and then I'm like, oh wait, it's been actually a long time. But um, but yeah, so that's been that is insane to think that, that franchise has been out that long. Yeah, so I haven't watched it from the beginning, but since I've started watching it, there's also like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is a brand new one. There's only right. a season and a half out. There's a, a, even like Beverly Hills that's been on for a lo- long time. The one thing that's in common with a lot of these housewives right now is that there's huge, huge legal court issues where like oh. people are are like come like the feds are coming after them. Oh, and on Salt Lake City, they actually come on to the show. No way, and try to catch her on the show. So wait, in order and to she flees, in order to do wait, that, they have ran. to yes. That's TV. so crazy. So wait, of course, this is real TV. The producer in me says that these pol- these police officers and this stuff has to be like cleared, and these people have to approve. No, they were all oh, they were all, all blurred. blurred. <gasps> they just knew that she would be. They there just busted in someone while she ratted was on, them she was someone on the TV. Allegedly, everything's allegedly, guys. Everything's allegedly, allegedly, allegedly of course, yes. But uh, allegedly, one of the housewives was running a uh, like a telephone, like selling people's personal information. Oh wow, that were of the elderly. Um, oh wow! Yes. So, okay, all right. Yes, and I'm gonna have to go deeper. This is drama. Yes, but that's the crazy thing is like, when are you gonna watch on TV where all of a sudden like the actual feds like bust, bust in. in? It's like CSI but real. Yes, and wow. they were allowed in to Gucci. Burn. More dramatic. You know what I mean? But, yeah. It's like CSI but yeah. in Gucci. Gucci. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's yes. amazing. So what is it exactly? Like, what do you think? Like the hook was for you? Like what got you in? I think it was just being able to, I mean, of course everyone likes to say that it's a guilty pleasure and you turn your brain off, but there is also an element that's just like an anthropological study on human beings. And I think it's so easy, you know, we were quarantined for so long that to not really have friends to gossip with, it was kind of like oh, yeah. they became my friends. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, and it was a safe place. No one had anything going on in their life that was uh, like very <laughs> joyful. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just like it was a really scary time. And so being able to, you know, escape through what other people are experiencing and it just seems so um, not real even though it's actually the more that I'm reading this book uh, about the show and it interviews uh, decades worth of like it interviews all What's the, the women book called? That have, um, it's called not all not all diamonds and rosé <laughs> yeah. what a fantastic yeah. title it's fantastic wow. oh my gosh and it, it basically a lot of these women admit that like they get addicted to the fame they get addicted to creating these storylines and creating chaos and they say that they don't need it and they don't want it and then the second that it's gone they have a full identity crisis of like who they are in that the makes world. sense and so it's just and when you watch it through that lens you just yeah. kind of I don't, I don't know I just find the whole thing fascinating I think it's fun I think it's a safe way to gossip you know what I mean yeah because they're putting it out there for you to already kind of digest and pull apart talk apart yeah that's what they're they're being paid essentially to yes they they are playing they're creating arcs and they know if they are just sitting there it's real life soap opera yes it is and and actually a lot of the producers and um and like 
that worked on this series early on came from the soap world or were addicted to soap. Wait, so that makes up. so much sense. So do we think, I mean, I don't have any research to back this up, but is the soap world, I don't hear people talking about soap operas that much anymore. Like, is the soap opera world dying oh, in I think exchange for reality? Well. No, I, I think it's definitely alive in a while. Yeah? Yeah. It's so funny because you don't hear about, you know, people watching their stories anymore. Now the stories are on Instagram. <laughs> Not really. Well, and we're out walking six miles every morning when they're probably airing. That's true. That's true. We're you guys walk six that. miles every morning? Uh, well, some Sometimes. some mornings. That's how I'm getting plantar fasciitis, which, by the way, I thought was something that was really disgusting, but it's actually not that bad. I mean, it is bad, but I it sounds worse than it is. Is that why we bought the socks? So, that's is why that the why socks are the here, socks? so you can't see my plantar fasciitis. No, apparently it's like an arch thing. It's like yeah. a tightening of the muscle in the arch. Just sounds really nasty. Oh, uh, good. What, what's the weird? I, f- I forget what the word is. Um, I, I have like some hand thing going on. Oh, carpal uh, tunnel. Yes, oh, I, 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 I tunnel. like. I've de- I'm determined that I have carpal tunnel, which is the weirdest word because it sounds like a carpool going through a tunnel, yep. like carpool, carpooling through the tunnel. tunnel. See, growing up yep. in New York, I went through a lot of tunnels, yeah. and it would freak me out that there was so much water above me that someday that would break. You know, like the movies. Oof. But um, no. speaking of movies, any movies that you're into? Any movies you've seen? I mean, I know there's not a lot of movies out, but. Oh, at home even man i know i i'm like i'm not watching any like great movies i mean the things that i've watched on tv though actually a fantastic show that i think everyone should watch is made oh. um it's really really beautiful it's heartbreaking what is that on it's on netflix okay and oh, gosh i should know her name she's an incredible actress it's andy mcdowell's daughter and andy mcdowell's in the, the show wait i can look it up there's a thing called imdb yep I'm going to yep. look it up. Um, she's fantastic. Um, it's based off of a true story and um, of a young woman who is uh, escaping an abusive uh, relationship. I've heard about this. And yes. so, and she's got a young daughter. Oh, and so I have heard of this it's, too. It's a young woman who's coming to terms with the fact that she's slightly in denial because uh, he wasn't hitting her, but it was an emotionally and, and also... It was a, an abusive relationship. He can in controlling and manipulative, and so she finally escapes and um, and has to and is working as a maid to just get on her own two feet. And life keeps knocking her down. M A I D. Right in my head, it was oh yeah, it was M A D E like you're a maid person. Yes, and it's so so beautifully done. Um. Oh wait, here we're getting we're gonna get an answer on maid. Oh gosh, because she's so fantastic. Give her all the awards. Oh she yeah, was so she was so so good. That good. Yeah, I think that it's also you know, I think that she not only, I mean, just the vulnerability Is it in playing a mother. Margaret. Oh, yes, and Nick Margaret, Robinson's Margaret in this. Quali, yeah. So my my okay. my TV nephew Nick Aww. plays uh, the boy plays Sean. Oh, um, wait, your TV nephew is, or real nephew? He's no, he's my t- in, on TV. Okay. So his first job was on Melissa and Joey, my show, Melissa and Joey, Nick Robinson, and then he went off to do Jurassic Park and became a big star. Well, he is also fantastic in it. He he's plays really great. The very, very scary, mean, abusive husband, and oh. he does a very, very terrifying. Right. I have to watch job. it. I get a little nervous about watching him. It's like watching your child. But oh man! Like, well, he he he's a grown man in this. Like oh. he's yeah. It's very. I know. have to watch it. I have yeah. to watch it. He's so fantastic, and I just I adore him, and so I'll definitely have to see it. Um, I can't believe I haven't. I'm actually a little embarrassed it's to say that. Not, it's, it's a vulnerable show, and I think, like, especially, you know, just, just yeah, it's it uh, it pulls at all the heartstrings, especially for mothers and yeah. just anyone. So, yeah. spe- so nice segue. So speaking of mothers, um, is there a show, like, with your kids that you, <laughs> that, like, always runs in the background, one that you love and one that you hate? Like, I know for me, 
when they were all three of my kids loved that show Little Einsteins, which isn't on anymore, but it was mm-hmm. on like Disney Junior. But it was so nice because it's like classical music, even though their voices were a little screechy and annoying. It was such beautiful music playing, and I could always listen to Little Einsteins. But then when it comes to something like like SpongeBob, we'd never let our kids watch SpongeBob. We're like, and they're not allowed to hang out with kids that do watch SpongeBob because yeah. I consider kids that watch SpongeBob turn out to be bad kids. That was always my, even though I'm a Nickelodeon kid myself, yeah. <laughs> that was always sort of our marker of like, you watch SpongeBob, you're not hanging out with them anymore. But I don't know if you have, do you have anything like What's that? What's funny with your kids? is my parents wouldn't let me watch Nickelodeon when I was a kid, so I'd oh. have to watch it at like the neighbor's house. <laughs> <laughs> Which that used hilarious. to be like Playboy when people were growing up. Now yeah, it's, now it's, it's Nickelodeon. It's so weird. I blame Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. Oh. Or, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. I think they were like worried that like I watched one episode that scared me. I don't know. Was it the one I was in? Probably. Yeah. yeah it was probably was it the one with the little boy, life. the little ghost boy. Yeah. And he's like, I'm cold. <laughs> oh you remember God. that? I know that one. Yes. That's so funny. He would always go, I'm cold. Oh my goodness. Um, no, we luckily there's a lot of shows that I actually really love watching with my five year old. Um, we watch a lot of cooking shows together. Oh, so really? Like the kids championship bake off or nailed it is a favorite. Oh, that's or a good when one. like floor and floor is oh, lava. The floor is lava. Is, my like, kids love that. They want us to go on that. They're like, can you do a celebrity version where we go on that? I'm like, uh, yes. I so want to, because I know how to tackle that pyramid or whatever that the, the, the <laughs> thing, obelisk, the, the obelisk thing. My only issue would be like the, um, monkey bar situation. Oh yeah. And they, oh, there's always a monkey You'd have to like get in shape to do that. I know. You'd have to, it, it would be like training. gladiators or whatever. It, whatever. What's that new one now? Ninja. Ninja That's Warriors. not even that new. <laughs> <laughs> That's so not new. But um, yeah, from gladiator to ninja warriors to the floor, floor is lava. I, yep. I so want to do that. But by the way, when those people fall off, they go down in the liquid. Where do they go? Where do they go? And how do they breathe? Like I baffled. I want to figure television that out. Magic. Well, I know, but I don't understand that television they magic. All look, they're all put back together when they win. So I'm like, do oh. they make them all film that they won? And then they make them fall in? And then make them fall in? <laughs> I bet like, they do. Oh, I want to know. You're I know. probably right. See, that's production side of things that makes our minds like just real. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I want to know so bad what they... I've never had to fall through. I did have to fall into a volcano, but I don't think there was anything in it. On Sabrina, my evil twin, I pushed my evil twin into the volcano or vice versa. Yes. I can't even remember. But um, we'll have to watch that episode at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so one of us falls in the volcano, but there wasn't anything in... Like I just disappeared off the edge of the volcano. So... I've never had to fall through anything like that, like quicksand or like in Princess Bride, right? When she gets like quicksand up her nose, like they come out of that quicksand. Like, how do they do that? That stresses me out. When I see the sand coming out of his mouth, I'm like, oh, yeah. And they take that breath. I'm such a safety person on, like, I'm so scared. Like, anyone that's like, yeah, I want to do that now. I I get so, so scared. I don't know if you could. And And the thing is, you know, when they take that first deep breath, even if they're just acting it and they just came out of, they weren't really holding their breath. You're going to get sand in your oh, yeah. lungs. Like, that's going to hurt. It's terrifying. Yes. Oh, I, no. but I, that is my favorite movie of all time. It's a good one. It's yes, a good one. It really is. Um, but so what were you, say, you were saying you watch so, cooking shows. So we watch a lot of cooking shows. There's not one that really bothers me. We don't do, we, she's gone in phases of SpongeBob that I'm glad did not <laughs> stick as well. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, I think the thing that drives me the most nuts is that like, she really loves YouTube and oh yeah, and look, they all do. Respect to the families out there. Do what you got to do. I get it. I'm just so wor- like it just makes me so anxious to think of like all the filming that goes on. Yeah, 
And do, do you watch the unboxing things, or is it now? Now my son's into the gummy foods. Oh wow! They no, like lay I would out giant feel gummy better foods. with that. It's like it's like how I watch my reality TV, and that's why I feel like I can't get that like upset with her because this is her. These are her stories. Yeah, you know, like she follows like. Adley or Abley or whatever. I don't know what yeah. her name is. But, yeah. like, she follows this family, and she's like, they're having a baby. And I'm like, oh, oh gosh. Like, you know, <laughs> she, like, literally follows their story. Um, and she loves it. And I try to be like, okay, we're not going to do – we're going to take a break from YouTube. Yeah. Um, but that's what she I feel loves. like one of the good ones like that that I, – I know them on Instagram. I don't know much about if they're on YouTube. But the Bucket List family is a really fun one. They have three little kids. They're probably, like – well, at the time when they started, they were like five and under, and then they had a third one. And they're little kids, though. Mm-hmm. They're like maybe eight and down. And they travel the world. Like, they are everywhere. They're in the Maldives. These kids know how to free dive. They know how to hold their breath underwater for minutes at a time, like long amounts of time. They will, like, grab onto whale sharks. And, they yeah, they go swim with the sharks all the time. They They are all around. They now just finally bought a place to live in Hawaii, but they are... Literally everywhere, from the Maldives to Australia to New Zealand to, I mean, that's not that far. But, you know, <laughs> like they're in Vietnam. They're, like, everywhere. And these kids know how to be a part of the, like, global citizens. They're with the the giraffes in Africa. And they're, and so that's a really cool one. I don't that's know if it's on YouTube, cool. but she'd probably really enjoy that. And that seems really innocent. Yeah. Um, except for when the mom got stung by jellyfish on her face. That were, like, a man of war hit her on the face. And that was, like, a dramatic. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I caught my five-year-old watching a, a hurricane video. It was, like, one of these Ooh. families... Like filmed a her a tornado or something coming, and then she was like, "Tornadoes are real," and oh. I was like, "Oh gosh, yes, they are." But this is see, I'm a weather forecaster. Yeah, my kids know all the things about weather. They are not scared of well, it. Now, now you need to introduce them to if they haven't Wizard of Oz, right? That's like a good. Hey, if you want to watch about it, look what happens. Yeah, see, see a, a good you tornado can, can kill a witch. Yep. We're all right. You can be taken far away from me in a house and. Go in a faraway land. And wake up with munchkins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and travel in a horse of many colors. And get this seems healthier than SpongeBob. Yeah, see? <laughs> There's so many things wrong there, right? Yeah. There's a boy on Instagram, too. I'm imagining he's on YouTube, but his name is um, the Shirley Temple King. He goes around tasting Shirley Temples. And I think he used to do like a, a, a Sunday, not a, not the SmackDown, the SnackDown. So he tries two different foods on a Sunday and decides which one's better. Like, is it, like, fire-hot Cheetos or fire-hot Doritos or whatever, you know? But he goes around to different restaurants, and he lives in Connecticut, which is how I discovered him. And he tries different chili temples, and he'll judge based on the grenadine, how many cherries they give, does it have a nice, you know, did they use a good ginger ale, or was it Sprite? You know, and it's 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 kind of fun the way that he, like, funny. dissects these. I mean, just as, like, as far as, like, you know, sort of um, – Nice vanilla content goes. Yes. I wish my kids would watch more of that. They're watching those unboxing videos. My son got really into like female wrestling when he was really little. He's like five and he's like, Mom, help me find those divas. Can you help me find Ooh. the divas? And I was like, uh oh. I bet your kids, because she, Amanda's. <gasps> oh, my kids are a so big into wrestling. wrestling. So into it. They love it. And not just the women wrestling. Like, lo- <laughs> well, Tucker's all wrestling. really all into wrestling. Women. Yeah, it's a big deal. They they acted out at home. They watch the videos on it right now on YouTube. Though it's the, these kids that create like wrestling shows, like recreate actual like episodes of Raw or whatever with the figures. Yeah, oh. and they tape it and. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All the people, all the adults that play with toys freak me out. So many. That's what I'm saying. I want to know so their story. Like, all I want is a documentary about it. Like, we have, like, the real girl documentary oh, about the real idea. girl yeah. dolls. And now I need a documentary about the people that play with 
tiny children toys and, and get then put paid. it on YouTube and get paid. A My lot girls of money. are so into that. There's one that's like Anya and Elsia and they're like frozen oh. dolls, but it's like going through their life. Like they're shopping at Claire's. Here's their bedroom <laughs> makeover. Like it's insane. Wait, that's the real girls or it's the toys? No, they're toys. toys. So an adult is playing with toys that look like. I'm pretty sure they might be Russian. Frozen doll. Oh. They have an accent. It's How does it? Legally, but they, but I can't it's imagine all that. Over the world, and yeah. they, and also like they do a good job with some of these graphics. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, 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 I like the storylines. But it these is. are things I can't handle when, when I hear my son listening to that stuff. I can't handle the background noise of it. I can't yeah. handle the voices of like, and then I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna touch the man, me, me, and I'm like, but yeah. the video game ones where they're just screaming. Oh yeah. Oh, we don't have video games. Yeah. No, we, oh, we don't have video games in our house. Just no, don't do no, it. Don't let it. What about like games? like app games for you and for the kids like I know my son's really into building roller coasters right now which I'm like that is a big improvement over like Clash Royale or something where it's like they get angry about it but like he's really into building roller coasters and I'm like that's kind of like Minecraft where I feel like you could learn a skill from that but like for me I'm a numbers girl I like to play like Sudoku Mm -hmm. Um, I like to play like solitaire I'm not a words person but there's not a lot of games I play on the phone to be honest but are you into like any of the Candy Crush or? No, I never got into that. I mean, the most like when Angry Birds was a thing. Oh yeah, like I did that. I did <laughs> maybe threw some birds back in my day. <laughs> you were a good bird slinger. Yeah, I was slinging them around. Um, but uh, no, she has like when she was little, little. I think there were more little games that she would do. Um, but now you know we talk a lot. You know, she's yeah. pretty engaged at dinner, and I think having older siblings is kind of. Like, she wants to be included in Yeah, it's the interesting. There's a big age difference, right? So she's sort yeah. of a, the, the big girl with your little one. Yes. But she's also, and I'm sure the older ones probably, like, protect her in a certain way. That yes. Like, that certain, like, my kids are sort of close in age. And, I mean, because they're right now, what are they, like, 16, 13, and 9. And so I, there's, like, the little one knows way too much. Like, he yeah. just sophisticated <laughs> so quickly. And I'm not sophisticated. He, he just knows... Stuff he shouldn't have known. That my other one is the fifteen-year-old, yeah. sixteen-year-old, still figuring it out, but the nine-year-old's already figured it out. <laughs> well, where do you guys fall in your families, like sibling birth order? Yeah, I'm the oldest so, of yep. eight. So I can see that. Lot, I'm yeah. a middle. <laughs> I'm a middle. What are you, Candace? I'm the oldest. I, I mean, there's only two of us, but I'm the older yeah. sibling. And but do I, you behave? Do you behave in the manner of birth order that you're yeah, given? One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. 100 I've been told I don't. I've been told, well, only because my sister tries to act more like the firstborn. So there's like a little bit of a competition. Not competition. You have a little bit of a middle kid syndrome? (laughs) I don't know. I think I'm a little bit more laid back. She's pretty intense, but she's always tried to like figure out her place a little bit. So I think maybe everyone assumes she's the big sister in that way. Do you identify as... <laughs> well, I, mean, I got, do. Like, a, you're you're very quick. You're funny. You like got like it's great stories. No, <laughs> no. Actually, yes, I am a total middle child in that I used my older and younger sibling as the scapegoat. I learned from their mistakes, which granted me way too much independence and a golden child status that I'm not sure. I deserved, but I was happy to relish in, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a total middle child. Yeah. And Candace, so you are definitely like, oh, I'm definitely a big sister. type A, big sister, like very, I got it, I'm very into control. What's the age difference? <laughs> um, but this is uh, eight, eight years. Okay. So he's oh. eight years younger than me, yeah. 
So, so oh, kinda, and so I also Andy's have a brother. Like, Andy's a brother. And so I also have like an element of even though I have a younger sibling, because there's such a big age difference, like mm-hmm. sometimes I can be mistaken with like little bits of only child only child syndrome. syndrome. For yeah, sure. yeah. Like if you for any of my family members that live with me, yeah. <laughs> like I'm very weird about food. Like where I'm like, but this is mine, and it's oh. like, and I'm the mom, and like and trying to be like, this is my hummus. I'm not sure. yours. <laughs> My stepdad is me. one of thirteen, and he said that um, he always said there's only two legs on a chicken. If you if you don't get one, you're not. That's it. There's only two. <laughs> and if there's thirteen kids, you better grab that chicken first. That's true. Um, but wait, your dad. So when we introduced you, we said that you're. So you were born in Texas, but raised in Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, your your mom was an environmental engineer, and your dad was a cardiac thorac- thoracic. I can't even say cardiothoracic thoracic surgeon. surgeon. Yeah. How was that growing up? Um, I mean, cool, I guess. I didn't, um, I think obviously now that I'm older and understand, uh, you know, the schooling that they went through, and especially for my mother at that time to be a woman uh, working as an engineer, you know, she was like one of four women in her class. It's a big deal. It was a big deal. And, uh, And so, and my father as well, you know, when you're a kid, you're just like daddy's at work a lot. And then as an adult, I've been able to watch him perform multiple surgeries really? and I see the impact that he's made, you know, not only in people's lives, but people that like live within our community in Orlando. And, and so it's very, they're very, very impressive. And the fact that they supported me when I told them that <laughs> I want to be in the arts, I wanted to be a singer. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, and they like, they took it seriously. And because, and I always say it's because for them, what they went on to do in their lives was their dream. That was yeah. their version of being in the arts and they succeeded at it. So they never made me feel that I wouldn't be able to succeed if I didn't try hard enough. And for that, I will always be grateful. Um, Even though I didn't end up in music and for some reason. Yes. Let's talk about, can we talk (laughs) about music for a second? Different with my life. So you, you got your big break with an album. Yeah. So I moved to LA when I was 16 with a development deal. Um, And uh, my mom, my came out with me and just and so basically I recorded a demo and was shopped around I was signed so then I stopped going to my high school and just graduated through correspondence and stayed in LA and um and then you know within the next two years um unfortunately and fortunately um it I my record did not come out it did eventually get released in Japan Oh, okay. That's why you are sitting with a Japanese pop star. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) I have a whole stack of magazines that was like just really from Japan and I never went and I never never did anything. I just like one day like did a bunch of phoners and that was it. Oh my gosh, you should go to like a Comic Con over there. Oh my gosh. Just show up. Wait, so the album was called It's Always the Innocent Ones. Uh, And you did, and I love the, I listened the other day to the cover song. Because I love this song in the '80s, but voices carry. Yep, Ooh. yep. It's a beautiful um, verse. I mean, you have the a early aughts. Voice. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. This was I was 17. This is the early aughts. You know, I, I just wish I had known this before we did Christmas in Tune because I would have made sure that you had a singing part with your mom and dad on stage in Christmas in Tune. Oh man, and as as wonderful as that would have been to check off a bucket list, an invisible bucket list, uh, I would have been also terrified. I do not <laughs> sing at all anymore. That is actually my biggest in my fear. my car, yeah, it's my nightmare. Um, I had to sing twice. 
two or three times on the Vampire Diaries. And every time oh. I was like, why? Like, why Why are we doing this? Vampires don't need to sing. Um, <laughs> and it terrified me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, and then I, I worked as a backup singer for a while when, because um, I was dropped from the label when I was like 18. And oh, wow. thank goodness a producer I knew called me up and was like, hey, you need a job? And I was like, yes. So um, I actually toured as Miley Cyrus's backup singer for a little bit uh, when she was Hannah Montana. That must have been fun. It was very fun. I was 18 on the road. What was your favorite city to go to? Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, they all – it's true. It is Everything that they say about being on the road is true. Like, you wake up somewhere and go, where are we? You know, you don't <laughs> remember anything. Someone has to remind you what city you're in. Yeah. We started off in St. Louis, and I had worked in St. Louis, and I have friends there or family there. And um, and, and so I, I – just really loved being there. I loved we were in New York for New Year's. Oh, um, wow. I always loved Boston. Um, you know, and I was actually, the other members in, like, her band uh, were who produced my record, they were all from Boston. Oh, and the cool. other backup singer, Kay Hanley, was from Boston as well. So being in Boston with a bunch of... You have this crazy musical fun. background. I feel like I you know. need to go back. I feel like it's... Time to bring you back. In music City. You are a music city now. I know, but I'm, I'm just here as a fan. Um, <laughs> but then, yes, and then I decided after that tour, I'm also a terrible backup singer, mind you. Like, I really am. Like, I, I clearly, no, all she I tours am. with Hannah Are you Montana. a great dancer? Um, I can, I can, I can book. Are you going to join our adult tap class now that you're here in Nashville? I can't. I don't know if I'm a good tap dancer, but I so can. So, I don't know if you heard, but at the Ugly Sweater Party, <laughs> I did put up a little tap dance routine. I got very excited because the girls told me they were giving me for Christmas a tap dance lesson. Oh and I goodness. ran and got my taps, and I put on a performance in front of a bunch of people I've recently met. <laughs> and and it was on YouTube. So <laughs> It is on YouTube. You Subscribe, by the way. Did, did you not grow up tap dancing? I did. Okay. And okay. I loved it. That makes sense. And I did take yeah. adult classes in the last few okay. years. So it's not yes. just like, I didn't just come, but I, it, it, well, if you watch that YouTube <laughs> bit, it's not so impressive. I got to take some more lessons so I can put some new stuff up there and show you what I maybe can do, I hope. I don't know. I didn't do so well on Dancing with the Stars when I was there. Have you done that yet? No. That's crazy. That's that a crazy not, time. We'll talk about not, that. That does not look fun to me. Well, no, it's very It is terrifying. actually, it's not as intense dance-wise as I thought. It's intense production-wise. Like, it is, it's a production. It is a, it, like, just like these reality shows that you're, like, your mm -hmm. housewives and stuff, they just must, the production level on them must be so complicated that it's not, like, for me, it wasn't fun to do Dance with the Stars because it felt like any other production. But it was just intense. Yeah, no, I, I, that's actually another show that I watched with our five-year-old. Especially, she loves oh, JoJo Siwa. She's obsessed. Oh, so, yeah. This year. Yeah. So, but um, but anytime we... Because that's a fun show I love watching with the kids. Even the teens. We can all watch it yeah. together. Um, and that... Like, that looks like my nightmare. Like, being like, <laughs> everything comes down to 30 seconds. Don't yeah. fail. Or no, everyone's not only well, going to watch, you, but they're going to comment on how you failed. They like, were like, <laughs> they, everyone kept asking me before it premiered, before I went up and did my first dance live, everyone was saying, are you, are you, um, you know, nervous about the judges? And I said, no, I don't care. I'm just here to dance. I just hope I don't mess up. Like, embarrass myself. Yeah. I went out there. I made sure I had, like, a pee schedule. I was like, I cannot have nervous pee. I have to, like, make sure I go right before the person in front of me. So I'm out of the back. Like, you know, those are elaborate costumes. Yes. So I was, like, ready to go. Figured it all out. Get out there. Do the dance. I don't miss a step. I don't fall, trip, fall on my face, pass out, anything like that. I didn't pee myself. Nothing bad happened. I was done. I was so happy. I walk over to the judges. I'm like, I did it. I used my hands properly and everything. And they're like, mm, not so great. Five, 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 whatever it was. <laughs> oh. And I was like like 
this sucks. Yeah. Like, I didn't mess up, you guys. How can you give me a bad score? I didn't realize they have to grow somewhere. I was so disappointed, and then from then on, I was terrified. Yeah. So it, like, changed. The, uh, here I was just ready to have a good time, ready to dance, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is not fun. Like, to be at the, on cloud nine and then be all of a sudden in, like, the dumpster. So I so also, quick. like, break out in hives. Like, I'm not a good auditioner. Like, even when I auditioned for The Vampire Diaries, very sweetly, um, at, like, my final test, uh, they had me stay back and do it again with where it was just, like, got, I got to film it again because I had broken out in so many hives and <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so and th- I'm wearing a high neck, so I'm, like, good. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> it's not going to show. It's not going to show. Um, so that's why I actually really like self-taping at home oh. now. They're having, like, actors, like, tape their auditions at home, and I've never been happier yeah. because I just – it's – it makes me so nervous. I'm great on set. It's a different level. On set, yeah. I can like shake through it. And you get it. to watch it back it's, and critique it and see if it's good. Yeah, and, it's just a different experience. But yeah. I get really, really nervous. Auditioning about just, is like, the this worst one part. moment. Um, yeah. It's the worst part of our business, I think, is the yes, auditions. But that's what dancing of the, like that when I watch Dancing with the Stars. It like, reminds that's, you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it like, makes sense. That would be so scary. Well, that's I've been asked to be on like Big Brother and some of these other shows, and I'm like, no, thank you. Oh my gosh, Naked and Afraid. No, thank you. I don't know if I was asked to be on that one, but let's. Are you ahead. asking now? Are you putting it out? <laughs> Can there? I be on Naked and Afraid? What is it? Two weeks naked in the with no food. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I, just the bug bites alone. I yeah. know that's what terrifies yeah. me. Being cold. I think and the bugs. naked part is what bothers me. Yeah, that too. That's the that's the only part. The naked part. I don't want to be naked. Wait, well, it's I like, have... do you get the wax? Do you don't get the wax? Like, <laughs> they're all gonna know about the end anyway. Show? Do they show <laughs> a lot of nakedness? No, but just on like on a logistical level. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah, in you're the wilderness. The you need to stick around. By the way, there's like a film crew there, so like someone's got to be helping you out somewhat. No. They're not really? supposed to. But come on, if you were like dying, if like you got bit by a snake or something, they would get you to the hospital. Well, that, right? but you have to be bit by the snake. Oh. While well, naked. If you get bit by ants, well, they won't do anything. <gasps> oh, how awful. And you have to like sleep on the ground. No, never mind. How never. much money do you get for that? Because I'm, it, I think with enough. all these not reality enough. shows, you the longer you stay on, the more you make, which is the incentive to stay on. But it would need to be like significant oh, amounts yeah. of money. Oh, yeah. Like life changing money. I don't think it to is. do that. Pro- and for the celebrity version, it probably goes to charity anyway. Yeah. Ooh, no. <laughs> Wait. So I have two questions for you. So I want to know what project you're most proud of, and then I want to know which one you're most embarrassed about. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm not going to tell you what I'm most embarrassed oh. about because people will Google it, and I'm not going to put myself <laughs> in that position. Um, so I will say what I'm most proud of is obviously playing Caroline Forbes on The Vampire Diaries. I mean, that was nine years of my life, really, if you include even the opportunity of being on the originals. And I mean that it was everything I could have ever dreamed of. You know, I grew up watching the WB. I grew up watching the CW when it became the CW. And, um, and so for me, like I'd even written on like my goal list, like to just be on a TV show more than four years. And like, that would have been everything to me. And, and, uh, and so I just love, how long were you on for nine years? Nine years. Eight years on Vampire Diaries, and then and then I went and did a f- handful of episodes on the original. Well, and that's what, so people understand that, like, you know, everyone talks about their high school years or their mm-hmm. college years as being, like, these formative, amazing years that they remember of being with a group of people and, you know, the, the trials and tribulations and the successes and the celebrations. But when you're on a show that long, it's like... It's like three high schools. It's like, yeah. it's insane how much you get into how much of a family you become and then how you all disappear into different parts of the world and yeah. who you keep in touch with and who you don't and all that. Speaking of like things that I actually binged for a while, especially pre and 
during the pandemic um, was uh, reunion shows like when or even like the finale episode for obviously there's the finale of Game of Thrones, but they had a behind the scenes of making the finale and watching that or the Friends reunion episode or especially the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air one got me so good. Uh. But I just watch it and immediately within five seconds I'm bawling my eyes out. So you do like them. See, I've been worried about doing one. I mean, not that I have the choice to do one, but everyone's like, you should do a Sabrina one. I'm you like, should not do my a choice. Sabrina one. Well, it's not, they have to, it's like a whole logistical but, but it would be, nightmare. But I think it's so special because it's also don't like. Don't you feel like people hate on them so much? Like, I don't know. Well, maybe it's partial to me because like I like them because it. the way that I watch it is because I feel that. I mean, one of the things I, I said to uh, one of our many, many dinners, that, uh, goodbye dinners, was just that the understanding that there is a love language that is spoken amongst a set of people that work together every day for 12 to 14 hours a day for nine years mm-hmm. or eight years. For sure. it, it is a shorthand. It is a reason why a lot of partners and spouses are just like, oh, another work dinner because we yeah. all have a shorthand that no one understands. Yeah, there is a very and, – and in our industry alone, there's a language that a lot of people don't yeah. understand. And, um, and we've all seen each other at our best days and worst days. Yeah. I mean, we've seen everyone cry in front of everyone at one point. Yeah. Um, I know exactly what time it is depending on, you know, how many Diet Cokes, you know, whatever. <laughs> IDs would have. I'd yeah. be like, "Oh man, yep. we're gonna run long today because he's having a third diet coke." Yep. Um, and that is that is a really intimate like thing experience. And so watching all of these shows um, makes me feel like there that 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 I can feel that like that they had that too. Yeah. And it's emotional and it, it was a grieving process. I've talked about this with Phoebe Tonkin who worked on Vampire Diaries and the originals and um, that there, you know, when she was on directionally challenged with us about the grieving process of leaving a series that really went on during formative years Yeah, and um, kind of having to say goodbye to an element of what that was your idea identity and and your family and it's um, it's tough to leave it behind and we are like a traveling circus like in a way you have to travel anywhere yeah yeah, (laughs) you gotta you you move on you but you run into people here and there but it'll never be the same yeah and you know it might be better it might be worse it might be you know and so you move from set to set like I'm going and directing so many shows right now and I'm running into so much crew that I've worked with but now it's a different level now I don't get to talk to the hair makeup and wardrobe people because they're not getting me ready for these things now it's just um, that I'm, I'm, I'm mainly around now the camera operators and the boom operators and, and, and behind the monitors. So I'm like, it's a whole different group of people that I'm sort of experiencing. And, um, but I just love being part of set. Like I would just, me too. I would do craft service. Me too. Which by the way is what we call the food in case Amanda doesn't know. I know I'm aware of So craft service is the food table. There are some I would of these do that. things you've said that I don't know. So. <laughs> well, you let us know. You stop us when you need to know because I'm sure there's some I'm people learning. at home that are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so this episode of What Women Binge is sponsored by Biotrust's Ageless Multi-Collagen Supplements. I mean, who doesn't want to look or feel younger, right, Amanda? I do. So collagen is the key. Did you know that by the time we hit middle age, our bodies produce less than half the collagen that it did in their 20s? The gradual loss of collagen over time is why people look old. Your skin starts to sag, you get wrinkles, hair gets thinner, joints become stiff. It takes a lot longer to recover from exercising than it used to. Uh, you can say that again. Biotrust Ageless Multi-Collagen Proteins provide you with the five types of collagen needed to support the entire anti-aging process, plus essential amino acids to make it a complete protein. Many other brands on the market out there only use one or two types, so Biotrust is the best. It supports healthy skin, hair, nails, bones, and joints, and it helps you recover after after an athletic performance, you know, such I need as that. After our amazing our, workouts, our workouts for sure. We're buff. <laughs> it supports gut health, easily digestible. It's taste free, odorless, and it's gluten free, which 
for my other gluten-free homies out there, this is the way to go. There you go. There's also no artificial color, flavor, preservatives, sweeteners, any of that. And it doesn't clump. I kind of love that. I love that it doesn't clump. So we want everyone out there to try it yourself. Here's what you need to do. Go to biotrust.com backslash binge to get your special offer of up to 51% off today. You'll also get free shipping on your order and support from personal health and fitness coaches to work with you and share their expertise. That's biotrust.com backslash binge to get your special up to 51% off offer. And we want to thank Biotrust for sponsoring this episode of What Women Binge. Speaking of favorite sponsors, Amanda, um, one of my favorites is HelloFresh. We love HelloFresh. Right? You get farm fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep, right? You can skip the grocery store and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy and fun. And I can do it with my kids. It's America's number one meal kit. It's amazing. We love HelloFresh around here. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including veggie, calorie smart, family friendly and gourmet options. Some of the recipes, I love this, hibachi, sweet soy, bavette, steak and shrimp. That just sounds amazing. It's the restaurant quality meal brought right to your kitchen. I also really want to try the white cheddar wonder burgers. Now that's fun to say. That white sounds cheddar so good. <laughs> <laughs> they offer great flexibility too. So if you want to customize your order online, you can do it with the app. Super, super easy to change your delivery day, your preferences, the size of the plan. So if you've got guests coming, you can get more. If it's just going to be you, for the week, you kick can, the kids out of the house. You, you can, can make, make that it smaller. Happen too. Yes, <laughs> or skip a week if you're going to be traveling. It's great. Go to hellofresh.com/binge16 and use the code binge16 b i n g e 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. And thank you, HelloFresh, again for being our wonderful sponsor at What Women Binge. I'm Candice. Yes. We have like ten questions for you. So, what is a show that is on your Netflix queue that's under continue to watch? Oh, I, I was going to say Bridgerton, <laughs> but I did finish it. it. It was Squid Games. I never finished Squid it. Squid Games. There you go. All right. Book that's been in your nightstand a little too long. Uh, the Glennon Doyle book. <laughs> uh, what's your go-to podcast for long commutes? Um, oh, Danny Pellegrino's Everything Iconic. Okay. What's your all-time favorite movie? Uh, French Kiss. What is your beauty product you can't live without? Uh, really good lotion. Like face lotion. That's from South Korea. <laughs> You don't have to Stale do it that secretion. fast. It's okay. It doesn't have to be that fast. Snail, snail secretion. <laughs> there you go. What's it called? Anything with snail secretion. Snail secretion. Yes. I've it's a never thing. heard of that. I know yeah. about this. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to learn you about this. You can also this. get snails that will just crawl on your face. Oh, my dream. I know. <gasps> what? Now we know what to get you for your birthday. Anything That's snails. insane. <laughs> I just want, like, I'm a little disgusted right now. I miss right K-Spas. Now. I eat like escargot. So I, that's one of the non Different kind of snails. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what show did you expect to like but ended up hating? I never watched, uh, there's some like fancy old timey shows. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't, not like old timey, like they're old, but like ones like Penny, not Pennywise, Penny, Penny something. Oh yeah. Pennyworth or Penny. Yeah. I know what you're talking well, about. I watched a little bit of Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay. There you go. That um, stuff. If you could take one food with you to deserted island, what would it be? Ah, uh, just pizza, probably. Oh, same. I'd, or wine. Wine and pizza. Okay. okay. What is uh, one book you have on your bucket list? Book I have a bucket like, list? Like, yeah, like you can't die without reading that book. Um, I, I've already read it a bunch of times, but Still Life with Woodpecker by Tom Robbins. Oh, nice. It's my go-to. Movie you feel like you should have watched but haven't? <sighs> God. I'm still getting through a lot of them. Um... Uh, like um, one of the like 
war, like the gangster movies. Like I finally like saw a Godfather? like the God. I finally watched the Godfather. Okay. I've now seen. Um, there's a few Godfathers. There's a lot of Meryl Streep movies I haven't seen. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, workout or class you're obsessed with? Um, class. I love the Ness. The it's N E S S. It's uh, they do great like trampoline classes online. Oh goodness, I haven't and, heard of this. Um, and then also really just great like strength training like mixture with like elements of Pilates. And so they're great if you need a great workout from home or if you love just like cardio on a trampoline. Did you discover this during the yeah. lockdown? Yes. That's awesome. All right, and what is your most juicy guilty pleasure? My juicy guilty pleasure is the obscene amount. Oh, oh no, um, DailyMailUK.com. Daily Mail. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. All right, now the final question is, and this is a big tell, what, how many unread emails mm. are in your inbox right now, Miss Candace King? <sighs> let's dig out the phone. Let's, let's figure it out. I want to see if you can beat Amanda. Okay, let's see. In Daily Mail, you can't. <laughs> Is your phone yeah. speaking to you? Yeah, hold on. Okay, 13,215. Oh, okay, that's emails. a lot. So I have, mine are 108. What? I can't believe you have that many. Well, my brother did How? the most brilliant thing. My brother made me get a side email address just for online shopping so that any receipts and any spam need, yeah. would go into one place. So this is literally work and family emails. And now Amanda. Amanda, what's yours? How did you beat me? It is currently 92,649. That's better than last time. Um, okay, well, you have... So you're she in the ninety in the ninety two thousand? Ninety two thousand. I want to know what six hundred and forty nine. Okay. Question though, what about text messages? Oh yeah, text messages. <laughs> Currently sixteen. Yeah, this is good. twelve, and that makes me crazy. Like I want to click on it right now, but I can't while I'm talking to you ladies. How many do you have? What do you have? <laughs> I'm scared. Oh my gosh. This is why most of my friends hate me and love me but hate me. Um nine hundred and ninety. Candace, I get really. Str- I, know, I know. All right, you're not allowed to leave here until you address at least 900 so, of those. So <laughs> now those are. That means you didn't even open them. So well, I now mean, I know why it takes you a while to get back to I me. I know. I'm. A, I'm like my my aunt is like this. Where I'm like I. I just take it as like a suggested note. Like I'm better in person. Oh, goodness. Like if I can get in front. Okay, of so someone, we need to call you as well. So we, we call if her. You text we me don't. say nine one one. I will literally jump on a plane. I will go anywhere. I will be there. But if it's like, hey, what's that up? Is... I'm just like, oh, gosh. Oh, and we're on a group chat together, too, I think, right? So that's probably getting bogging you down a little, too. But that's okay. That's okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. We've, okay. we, I, know, I, really I feel like we bad. have to remedy this. I, I learned might... so much about her personality just from that. I know, right? <laughs> my So my emails, I, I let my emails get a little carried away when I'm busy and I can't, I don't have time, I'm working, I'm family, I'm whatever. But my texts are where I keep up to date because I'm like, it's like my car. I can't necessarily always keep my house clean, but my car, I can keep clean. Because every time I get out of it, I clean it. Is your car a mess, Candace? A tr- disaster. <laughs> like a trash can. That's what we have to get her for her birthday is a car is a car cleaning. <laughs> a literal car trash can. I've literally, we'll that. I've actually stolen my friend's cars before to take them to the oh, like car that's wash. That's a good friend. Vacuum it out, get rid of the you know fast food wrappers, the kids crumbs, the, all that stuff. I'm like... That's it very makes sweet a, of a you, dirty actually. car makes that me is. crazy. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. It's really <laughs> All right, bad. we've got some this or that questions yes. for you. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Wine or beer? Wine. Housewives or Kardashians? Housewives. <laughs> Pizza or tacos? Pizza. Soft oh. or firm mattress? Firm. Oh, I was going to say soft, but I, I don't know. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. You're growing up. That's Tempur-Pedic. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Beach. But uh, I'm actually a mountain girl. That's weird that that was the first one I was going to say. <laughs> Nespresso or Starbucks? Starbucks. Uh, country or rock? 
Rock. Dog or cat? Dog. Art or sports? Art. So wait, that was interesting. You said so country or rock, you seemed you you flinched for a second. Like I don't know do you not like either? country, but like rock just sounds like I think like eighties metal band, but like <laughs> There's I know that that's not both. what it is. There's a lot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's that's amazing. Um, So we have a secret jar. We're going to make you write down a secret. Okay. And I, this won't be, like, the only secret that you read. There'll be other ones. No, there'll okay. be. So at the end of the season, we'll have a bunch of secrets in the jar. We won't know whose is whose. So just give us something juicy that you want to share with people. And, and then we'll, we'll read them. At some point in a few months, we'll And don't read them. sign your name on it. Okay. It's anonymous. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's perfect. anonymous. But we're going to try and guess if it was you or not. Is this how you guys are getting people to tell your sec- their secrets? You're just like, it's a jar, it's and then the second they leave, you're just going to read it. No, we're actually really not. <laughs> We've already committed to, we are women of our word, we are going to commit to not breaking into the jar of secrets until it's time. It's because that be just hard. ruins the game. I'm, I'm all about surprises. I love surprises. Oh, I'm a total snoop. Oh, my third child, I didn't want to know what he was. I, I, I went the whole pregnancy without knowing, and it drove everybody else crazy. Yeah. No, but I was able to do it. I'm glad we weren't friends while you were pregnant because oh, I would not. Nobody have been believed able to me. Handle do you know that, that my, even my family is like, "Come on, you know." I'm like, "No, I, I literally don't." And I went into every meeting because my second one, I didn't want to know, but everyone told me. And every time I went to the doctor, they're like, "Oh, do you want to know what it is?" The first time, the doctor goes, "Do you want to know what it is?" I was like, "Well, obviously, you just saw a penis, or you wouldn't have said that." So I know now it's a boy, and I was like, you know, and so that just blew it for me right there. So I made sure with the third one that I went in everywhere and I said, don't tell me we don't want to know. Don't tell me we don't want to know. Don't tell me. So I didn't I didn't find out and it drove people crazy. So I promise we will keep your secret. Okay, perfect. I mean, until we reveal it. Until <laughs> <laughs> we don't. But thank you for being here. And everybody has to check out your podcast, Directionally, Directionally Challenged. Challenged. Anywhere you find podcasts. Yes, anywhere. You can get it anywhere. And if you um, are still in the Christmas spirit and want to watch a great Christmas movie, watch Christmas in Tune, starring our lovely Candace here. Thank you for being Yay. our first Yay. real guest. Congratulations. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Exciting. Thanks for being here. And thank come back again you. when you've binged more stuff. Perfect. And when I've cleared out my text messages. And when you've cleared out yours, please. Because or I'm yeah, just going to help you with that. I'm just going to, we're going to go, we're going to step in the other room and do that now. Oh, <laughs> How much fun was it having Candace here? She's the best. She's so lovely. And she's a pro at podcasts, so it was like perfect first guest. I hope she'll send us notes. I'm sure she will. We'll have to dig, <laughs> although I don't know if her text messages, if she'll ever, if we'll ever hear from we're her We're going to need to call we her. We can't email her. You can't text her. I don't really know how we're going <laughs> to. No, you can't have to hunt her down. <laughs> yeah, I can't email you for sure. Never email Amanda, you guys. Um, but you can find us, our lovely podcast, What Women Binge, is all of the places. Everywhere you can find podcasts, you need to subscribe. You can subscribe on YouTube. Um, what else can they do? Rate and review? Uh, rate and review while you're there. And we have Instagram. Yes, and you can connect with us there. It's probably yeah, better what than What Women Binge me. is our Instagram. <laughs> we have a TikTok, I think. I We have to do more content for TikTok. I, I, I love the idea of it. I'm just not great at it. But now once I start tap dancing more, I'll be able to. I think it'll be great. I'm going to tap dance. And then you're Melissa Joan Hart. I'm at Melissa Joan Hart on all socials. And I'm at Amanda, Amanda WWB. Oh, what Amanda WWB. That's right. I always want to go Amanda Lee. That's why I can't find you. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, subscribe. Check us out. And for anything else you need, go to whatwomenbinge.com. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. On What Women Binge. Thank you guys for joining us for What Women Binge. You can connect with all of us on your favorite social media platforms. We have at What Women Binge. Amanda? I'm at Amanda WWB. I'm at Melissa Joan Hart. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can find all of our links at whatwomenbinge.com and subscribe on YouTube. 
Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Video production by Matt Giesler and audio by Matt Lott. And production assistant, Jennifer Best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com.